while searching in the Melura woods for the lost adventurer yonder, Marin stumbled upon the silver wyvern's hoard inside an ancient pega shrine, and a troop of myconids clinging to an elder pine tree. With those dangers and threats behind them, they have continued into the woods, slowly, quietly, and lost. Will they find yonder in time, or will they be overwhelmed by the threats around them? Welcome back to Blood Gold. When we last left off, uh, Marin, Orlance, the Kobolds, and Osmer had just snuck through this field of myconids that had kind of been dormant with the heavy rains. In silence, they trekked through uh, the Kobolds on Osmer's back. And just as they kind of got to a point where Marin felt like she could breathe, a massive storm rolled over them, and the raindrops got huge and heavy and just started smashing down upon them. And that brings us to where we are now, having found unexpectedly the Wyvern's Horde and snuck through this dangerous field of myconids we are in the woods being pelted by heavy raindrops and fairly lost in a bid that marin did semi-intentionally letting akreya take the reins knowing she was likely to fail yeah yeah learning experiences Mm -hmm. someone has to teach her that she's an idiot um listen you don't grow if you don't know that you need to grow Oh, all right. Okay. Right? Yeah. But also, stupid people should know when they're stupid. So. <laughs> I don't know about that. I know about that because I deal with stupid kids. They're all dumb. Kids are dumb. It's just the nature of kids. They don't know things. So okay. they're dumb. And they have to know that they're dumb so that they can learn. Otherwise, you get entitled teenagers who know everything. That's fair. Right? Mm-hmm. So if you just are like, no, you know nothing, you're an idiot. And you say that enough times in enough ways Hopefully, when they're teenagers. Constructive ways, right? Yes, constructive Mm -hmm. ways, ways that don't make them necessarily feel bad about themselves. You can grow, blah, blah, blah. Hopefully, then, when they're 13, 14, and 15, you're like, you're an idiot. You know nothing. They might believe you. That's the goal. Sorrel is just in her teenage years. So she needs to know that she's an idiot. I mean, I would also point out that the kobolds found you specifically because they knew they couldn't do this on their own. <laughs> like, they did know that they That's couldn't true. do this. That's true. But also, you don't you don't grow without failure. Mm-hmm. You gotta That's try. That's fair. So, Orleans has pulled up their hood. Well, actually, no. They have that really big, wide wizard hat. So, they, they, they've just kind of got this rainwater, and it's just kind of sliding off of there. They have that enchanted robe, and the water's just very neatly sliding off. And I think you see Akreya look at it very jealously. Yeah. I, well, I there's that. obvious jealousy on Marin's face as well, because mm-hmm. she's just got her poncho. Ponchos aren't necessarily waterproof. Maybe they are. I don't know. But this one's not. Sorel kind of is trying to take shelter under her backpack. And she goes, uh, Marin, maybe we should uh, find somewhere to, to wait out some of this rain a little bit. No. <laughs> Um, Marin is not feeling great. This has not been, this has not gone at all how she planned or prepared for. Like, walking into the wyvern's den through her, and then those mushroom people also messed her up. Like, mentally, you know? Yeah. Like, we were all in danger there, so she's just not ready for that. But I think she just goes, no, and just stares at Sorrel for a little bit and goes, this is probably because of the wyvern. There's no telling how long we would be waiting for. We press on. And she never broke. She never stopped. She kept moving. I have a feeling that this might be like a little bit old Marin. It's coming out. Yeah, a little bit. So I wonder if um, 
Oh my gosh, the name just escaped me. Orleans. Orleans. I wonder if Orleans even d- looks back. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, if Orleans pays any attention to this conversation at all, because Orleans knows now we're moving. We're mm. going to continue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's I, you are Orleans, so you get to decide that. But I think I think yeah. I mean, I like that a lot. I mean, Orleans is not Orleans is an NPC, so like technically, yeah, Orleans is both of ours. Sort of. Yeah, I know, but Orleans, you are playing Orleans. Mm-hmm. I am playing the Mercurial. I think a little Marin. Oh yeah, I, I think Mer- I, I think Marin is a little Mercurial. Oh, I for sh- yeah, Marin is for sure Mercurial. Yeah. Uh, she had a which is an SAT word I learned in college. It's from a good word. A pretentious teacher that I hated, and I had to look it up. It's a good word. You guys should look it up. Yeah. I, what? Uh, you don't have to look it up. I'll tell you. Mercurial <laughs> means to kind of jump around with uh, in terms of like emotional states. Yeah. Sorry. I'm looking up. Uh, a sensitive soul. Akreya's Ryutama spells because she still has those spells. Oh. I should write them down on They're, her sheet. Aren't they here? Because she has them. the she has that cute leaf spell, the umbrella yeah. leaf spell. It's right here. These are all their spells. Oh. You should have told me. I had them right. I didn't know what you were looking up. Oh, I need to put that in my uh, new Ironsworn booklet. She does have the Kuru spell, which creates the umbrellas, which is the only, basically the only spell she ever uses. Yeah. I think she used her, no, I don't even think she used her fire breath ever. She's, yeah, she's used her fire breath. I know that Sorel has used her fire breath, but I don't, I don't know if Akreya has. Akreya has because her fire breath is like... I think Sorel's fire breath is like basically nothing, but Akreya's fire breath is actually pretty useful. Yeah, I think you might be right. So, but Akreya, but I think she does ask if, um, I, I think she does kind of speak up. She goes, Marin, if we wait a moment, I can cast my spell and give us some protection from the rain. So Marin's going to stop. The question that I have to ask myself is whether or not Marin huffs when she stops, because we're going to stop. Mm. But I don't think she does. I think she just stops in place, does not say anything, very much Marin, uh, stops in place and starts, like, adjusting Osmer so that she can easily put the... Because that's what she does. Like, she won't take it, but she'll give it to Osmer. Yeah. You walk up to Osmer. I think the kobolds might still be on Osmer's back. So. Oh, I forgot that they were on Os- I thought they were on... Yeah. Okay, I'm taking them off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- Akreya like holds her hands out like a toddler to let you help <laughs> so that you can pick her up and put her down. There is absolutely a look I throw her like, what are you doing? And uh, she walks over and... Um, I forgot she- that they were on Osmer's back. <laughs> she she walks over to like a, a clearing and starts and starts casting this spell. And I think you, you notice Orleans kind of look at her curiously and orleans is gonna walk over and watch akreya cast this spell um because this is kobold magic that orleans probably has never seen before or has only seen very rarely yeah akreya starts casting the spell as you also help sorel down and then start just kind of like adjusting the reins and stuff a little bit so that i can pretty easily I mean, we've done this before, so I feel like at this point I know how to do it. Mm-hmm. It won't take too long. But I think I'm going to cast... What am I casting? Or what am I rolling to cast this this spell? Gain an advantage, maybe? Careful Make sense. preparations? Oh, that makes better sense. Well, that, that's part of securing advantage. Yeah, I think so, right? Because that could give us momentum or allow us to make another move uh, to take control. So basically, it would be giving us advantage over I think it's yeah this terrain right but, but even if it didn't do that I think it's the only move that makes sense mm-hmm. I think in terms of like the results and and what how it works in th- fiction it, but I think it yeah I think it gives you advantage over this terrain yeah Akreya is going to cast the spell so Akreya sits down or she kneels down in this field and she starts kind of what are you gonna roll with your expertise no, that's a good question. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I think expertise, insight, or observation. That's wits. Yeah, I think that makes the most sense. So Acreus kneels down and she starts encouraging these plants to grow. And I think one thing, something we didn't do with Ryutama, but 
But now I'm wondering if as we move into Iron Sworn, Sworn and start thinking about how these things work in Iron Sworn, I wonder if Akreya needs to have the seeds for these plants to make them grow. Oh. Right? So she can't just like grow these plants from nothing. I wonder if she is doing like this like hyper hyper growth mm-hmm. on seeds that she's able to carry around with her. Well, then this leads to my question, can she essentially have an infinite supply of these seeds? I think technically it would fall under supply, right? So it might fall under her supply. So technically that's like uh, something that might happen is we might use up supply or... No, but she can make this plant grow. Plants grow seeds. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, could like she, she just... Can the she can just harvest the seed. Like... Could that happen, or is that like a weird loophole that maybe doesn't need to be put into this? So I'm going to say no, because when the plants mature enough to produce seeds, the leaves lose their waxy structure. Okay. So you have to pluck them before they're mature. Got it. Getting into well, a lot of world well, building on these on. plants. Well, okay, but hold on, though. She could still do that. She just would do it on like a dry day. She would grow these plants on like a dry day. Oh, yeah. Let them mature, c- gather their seeds. Yeah, but you still have to use seeds to do that. And if the spell fails for some reason, then yeah. you've just lost seeds. Okay. So, yes, she could She could. Uh, do listen, that. this is more fun, I think, sometimes. <laughs> Not all the time, but sometimes it's more fun to like figure out the lore of stuff. I like the world building stuff yeah. a lot. I have fun with that. I, w- I think that if you've stuck through with us for 36 episodes that you <laughs> might as well. That is a seven beating a three and losing against a nine. So that's a weak hit. So we are going to take one momentum, which makes total sense. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, that's not saving us from this rain. And it's not even as good as Orlance's coat. Mm-hmm. But I think Akraya sits down and we... Take a breather, right? We get this this moment of calm where Akraya is preparing for us. And we see Orlins kind of kneeling down with their chin in their hands, just kind of watching this spell take place. And Akraya's kind of like looking sideways <laughs> at Orlins as Orlins watches her. Could that be why it wasn't as strong too? Could be, yeah. This spell, I believe, actually takes a little while to cast. So what are you I doing? Think it takes like a while. Yeah, you're right. Uh, are you? Um... Oh, no, I'm just messing around with Osmer. I'm not talking to anybody. What? No, I'm angry. Sorel ornery. Sorel is following you around. That makes sense. And yeah, I don't think they're saying anything. Sorel doesn't always know when to shut up, but sometimes she does. <laughs> And Marin doesn't always know when she should say something. Mm-hmm. Like, this might be a time where she maybe should be saying something, but she's not. So, I mean, everybody on this journey is taking this journey because Marin bullied them into doing it. <laughs> Basically. Except for mm-hmm. except for Orleans. Orleans came of their own volition. But, like, even then, Marin bu- bullied Orleans. Yeah. Like, nobody wants to be here. So, I don't think... I don't think she's going to be uh, saying anything because they could mutiny. <laughs> and what would she do then? Akraya finishes her spell and she has these big umbrella waxy leaves and she kind of hands them out. And she has one for Orleans. And I think Orleans takes it happily, like almost like it's a novelty, <laughs> which I think a, kind of annoys Akraya. Yeah. Because uh, she doesn't feel like Orleans is taking her seriously. But she made it for Orleans. Yeah, y'all are outfitted with these with these umbrellas. You're staying a little bit drier. Oh, no, I don't take one. Oh, you're not going to take one? No, like canonically, I refuse to take one. She makes one for me and I give it to Osmer. If she made one for Osmer and me, Osmer gets two. I don't take one. <laughs> okay. It's like my penance. Like, I, I really, this is, honestly, this is how Diana has conceptualized this weird trait of Marin's mm-hmm. of, like, not accepting help. <laughs> it's like a penance. Marin's really Catholic. That's really what it is. It's just that Marin is a Roman Catholic and <laughs> just won't, ex- just will not accept help unless somebody forces her to do it and she won't do it. So she gives it to Osmer. Orleans sees you do that and we see Orleans kind of nod like, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, this is familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can continue on. We So we've rolled... 
on the Oracle for like what we come across twice. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know. We it, think we need to do that right now. I think you know we we had two major features. Yeah. In these woods, I think we kind of just we keep going through, and it's we are in the pines. It is wet. It's muddy. We are traversing over flooded rivulets. Do we have to roll to make sure we're still headed in the right direction? Because yes. we did get a little lost. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean... Oh, interesting. Do you, do you know what I mean? Because we we rolled to start our journey, but we were headed... We, did, it, we didn't do great. So we were headed in the sort of right direction, but not exactly the right direction. And now it's raining. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I guess canonically, or like... Oh, oh, I don't... Out of character? I don't know if that's right, though. But, like, God-wise, do we know if they're headed in the right direction, or do we have to roll to find out if they're headed in the right direction? I think that's part of the Delve the Depths roll, because if we miss on Delve the Depths, stuff gets bad. Right. But do we have to redo it, is what I guess what I'm asking. We still... I mean, it's not... For us, it's been some time, mm-hmm. but for the players, it hasn't been some time. Is there a certain amount of time that needs to pass before we have to roll? No, I don't think so, okay. just as as we continue going. But I do think, I think this is a delve the depths roll. Yes. With haste, with strength, or trickery, or observation, intuition, and expertise. That one, right? That makes the most sense. I think so, unless you're trying to, like, move us quicker. No, I'm trying to get us there safely. I'd like to avoid sleeping mushrooms and treasures. Again, mm. I'd like to avoid that. So, and we we have the map, we have uh, all that. Like yeah. we have, we are approaching this. We're trying to approach this intelligently. Yes, yes, that is the intent. Okay, should I roll? Uh, unless you want Akraya to take point again. No, not even a little. <laughs> okay, absolutely not. She does have significantly better wits than you. She does. She does. But like, after that failure, you're mm-hmm. like, nope. Okay. Yep. Fair. And I also, I just feel like the mood that Marin is in because like correct me if i'm wrong but i yelled at people when we were in the in hor- uh, yeah, yeah, i was i was yelling at everybody i've been yelling uh, at everybody all day yeah 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 like i it's amazing that i let a cray roll in the first place <laughs> i don't feel like now when everybody's wet mm-hmm. that i'm going to be like yes you decide where we're going i'm yeah. gonna be like no we're going this way shut up <laughs> i feel like that's more accurate okay oh that, i think that's a mix is that it, a mix? It is a mix and Your my two, two, it won't, I mean, it's a mix by the die, and then my two won't change anything. It's still a mix. Okay. So on a weak hit, we roll on the table. So we're going to kind of ask an oracle mm-hmm. uh, how this is going to go. So there is a chance we can still mark progress. Oh, actually, no, we're definitely going to mark progress, potentially. Just uh, bad stuff might also happen. Yeah. 79. Which puts us at choose one, mark progress, or find an opportunity. Ooh. So not a bad thing. So find an opportunity when you encounter a helpful situation or feature within a site. I would roll, and there's some pretty good options. Or we could mark progress. How much progress do we need? So we're marking two ticks for each progress. Mm -hmm. So we would get up to four. Plus four progress, which yeah. uh, we're pretty low. Yeah, I think we need the progress, personally. Yeah, I do too. So let's mark the progress then. All right, so we continue on our way through the woods mm-hmm. with these umbrella things. Yeah, the leaves. Mm-hmm. Leaves, leaves. 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 It's with an, a V. Nope. Yeah, V, Diana, not an F. And the rain is heavy and the sky is dark and the mud is slick. But you take the map from Akraya, and you kind of have reoriented the group so that we are headed toward Lorlin's cavern, where we suspect, based on intuition, essentially, that this is where Yonder might be, hiding out in Lorlin's cavern. And you have readjusted us, put us on the right track, and we are making our way. The group, I think, has been moving in relative quiet. How is Marin feeling? I feel like each step is... So I've been watching a lot of Bridgerton and thinking about romance novels and stuff. Mm. What I was about to say 
is each step is heavy with emotion. <laughs> and that just feels like a very romance novel thing to write down. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that each step is like intensifying her anxiety, her dread, her worry. There's very little hope in Marin about this situation. Like it's it's there, but it's like a ugh, fucking brain. It's like a small candle in the back of a very dark, dark room. <laughs> it just keeps getting darker. That's good. <laughs> Stupid brain. No, it's good. <laughs> but um, but so hope exists there, but she is very much expecting the worst case scenario. Yeah. And each step really that they're taking as a group is just intensifying that for her like she is convinced she's going to find the best case scenario that she is convinced of is that she's going to find his dead body that's her best case scenario Mm. like there's a that little bit of hope that's like well maybe he'll still be alive but her best outcome is that she finds his body like for her that's what she's like this is what i want i want to find his body not his body parts, not you know what I mean? Like that, mm. but that's what she's expecting. Like, yeah. like a a big part of her is like, I'm gonna find body parts if I find anything at all. Like, so this is all very heavy for her. And I know that in the past, the kobolds have been able to pick up on her moods and like react accordingly. And I'm sure that that's adding to the, like the quiet. It's not, it's not I imagine that at least for Marin, this is not a peaceful quiet. You know, sometimes that happens. Yeah, it's a stressful quiet. This is a heavy, heavy quiet that is uncomfortable. And everyone is uncomfortable with this quiet. Mm-hmm. But she's not going to do anything about it because she's like in her emotions deep about yeah. this. Uh, I'm going to roll on the site oracle to see what we come upon. Okay. That is a 99. That's a 99. Holy moly. Oh, interesting. On a 99, we transition into a new theme. Uh, oh. That is extremely interesting. Huh. So I'm going to take the themes and I'm going to, should should we choose a theme or should we just roll one or like well, draw one randomly? Well, I guess how many themes are there? Let's go. Let's start there. What an interesting turn of events. Let's do it completely random, but you not, think? but not roll. Let's be like terrible audio about this. Well, we have oh, like well, we have cards, so we can yeah, draw a random the, card. No, here, no, that's not what I want to do. I have an idea. Give me the cards. You have an okay, all I, right. I have an idea. Okay, so there are one, two, three, four, four, five, six, seven. There are seven themes. Okay. You are going to pick three randomly. Okay. Why am I choosing three randomly? So that we both get to pick. Like we'll we'll both be a part of this process. It's the fates deciding for us. Shut up. It's the way my brain wants to do it. Pick three. Okay. What? Well, don't, ve- don't look. Don't look. All right. I won't look. I'm very confused as to what this what is okay. happening. Now mix them up. Okay. Now you're gonna draw. And then three, I'll. And no. Or you're gonna draw one. I'm then gonna draw one. Oh, I see. Okay. So we both had a hand in yes. whatever happens. Yes. Okay. All right. Our new theme. Should I read it? Yeah. Our new theme is ancient. It is replacing ravaged. ravaged. And our new theme is ancient. This place. Holds the secret of a bygone age. Which kind of makes sense if we're heading towards these caverns, right? Yeah. Or like this cave. So where the heck... Okay, interesting. So presumably we are now in a... Oh, you look like you have an idea. Well, no, I don't have an idea. I just am having a connection because this is ancient. We found that old, old temple. Mm -hmm. Like maybe we're going like deep, deep, deep into the woods, like people don't go here anymore even though outside people know about it because outside people might be going there but like the people of the town do not go here like for a reason maybe yeah i like that a lot and i think this is not a part of the woods that we came through when we came to meliora we are we are deeper than we had been before Mm -hmm. and if you look on our map you can see like the the woods do get deeper, like thicker the yeah. further south we go. Yeah. So I think we've we've gone quite deep. I think we realize this as we're walking. I think Orleans actually stops the group. Orleans kind of like holds up a hand. I mm-hmm. think they go, uh, they go, Marin, Marin, wait, hold on. Something feels different. 
Marin immediately stops. Like, I trust Orleans. I don't know if I should, but I do. They they kind of... I forget, does Orleans have a staff? I think Orleans yeah. has a staff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they kind of clutch their staff. And you see a Craig goes, oh, I, I, I feel it too. <laughs> and... Oh my God, that's perfect. <laughs> Orleans goes, this is a wellspring there are channels here i wonder if this is what i found it very odd that the wyvern hasn't actually attacked melura yet it's staying in the woods and the fact that it has made a shrine its nest so close to this channel of energy it it seems odd okay (laughs) Um, i don't know if because we we've talked about this many times right like marin doesn't necessarily know what she believes she trusts orleans but this sounds like come on channels the wyvern's not coming over here come on this this feels silly is what maybe a lighthearted Marin would maybe say. Mm. But this Marin has talked to a god and it broke her brain uh, for a, a while. She doesn't really know what she believes and there's all this stuff. So she's just like, okay, I trust you. I have no opinions on this at all because I'm kind of afraid to think about it. Uh, Akraya, I think Akraya does actually speak up and she goes, Draken can sense magical currents. Like We have a organ in our noses that lets us sense these kinds of things but it would be strange for a wyvern to be intentionally utilizing that they don't really think that way they're more interested in building hordes and impressing a worm so why do you think this is happening she kind of, uh, she actually looks down you see akraya's eyes turn very wide mm-hmm. and she goes it's possible that the wyvern is trying to court a worm that lives in these woods. I think you see Marin go wide-eyed, and wide-eyed can mean a lot of things. But what it means in this instance is pure rage. Like pure, unfiltered rage. Like she looks crazy. And she's like, are you telling me that we are about to walk into another territory where I have to worry about you all dying. No, no. no. If if there's a worm here, that might be a, a good sign. Our Illyrian has never told us about an allyship with any worms in the Meliora woods, but uh, perhaps an ally might be here. They might be someone who who we can work with. Her hive might be able to give us... Um, or enemies. This this could be an ally, or this could be enemies. Wonderful. You see her, <laughs> when she says wonderful, her hands go up. She's like, wonderful. This is great. And like, she she takes a couple stomps forward. She realizes the group's not moving yet, so she like starts kind of pacing around Osmer. She's like, wonderful. This is great. Wonderful. Hello, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Heart Points. I am your husband and GM, Zach. I am your wife and player, Diana. You shortened that up a bit. Did you do that on purpose? No. Okay. What do I usually say? Hi, welcome to Heart Points. A one-on-one... RPG. Oh, yeah, yeah. I messed it up. You didn't mess anything up, though. You don't have to do that. Should I take it again? I don't think you need to. Okay. Zach B., keep all this. It's great. This is episode 37 of the Blood Gold campaign. It is. How are you, my darling? Well... So My chair's so squeaky. By this point, our listeners should know that should should everything have occurred the way it's supposed to occur, I will have a babe in my arms mm-hmm. and not be recording. Um, this is recorded well in advance of that babe. And because of that, I am barefoot, pregnant, and very uncomfortable <laughs> because I my skin. So despite how I look, which is tanned and looks like somebody who should enjoy the sun, 
I am 99% sure I'm allergic to the sun. (laughs) Not all the time. But when the weather starts to turn, I either get this like crazy heat rash or I looked it up. It could be a sun rash, which is just like a mild allergy to the actual sun. I am so itchy on all of the parts of my body that the sun has seen. I am so uncomfortable and I'm pregnant, which means my back hurts, my feet hurt, my hips hurt. I've got like an alien living inside of me. It's a beautiful thing, pregnancy. Those of you that want to expand your family, if it is something that you want to do, please go ahead and enjoy it. Just know that it's also fucking miserable. It's both (laughs) things. It's magical and wonderful. And it's also fucking miserable because all I want to do is get drunk to forget that my skin itches so bad and I can't, the most I can do is eat chocolate. And there are some pregnant women who can't do that. I feel so bad for them. I'm sorry. That's okay. But that's the state I'm in right now. But know that when you're listening to this, I have recovered from this weird skin allergy thingy that I get every year. It doesn't happen every time I go into the sun either, which is what makes it the worst. Because it just randomly happens. I hate it. Um, and know that I'm no probably no longer pregnant. If I was still pregnant, I think I'd be written about in journals when at this, this point. When this episode comes yeah, out. Yeah, I think <laughs> like the medical community would be like um there's something wrong with you <laughs> we need to fix this i'm pretty sure with modern medicine they would have solved the problem by the, <laughs> at this point it would be resolved yeah i have a babe in my arms and i'm probably complaining about something else so don't worry <laughs> so well i am sorry to hear that the symbiote in your body is well i guess it's not even a symbiote it's a parasite the parasite in your body is causing well here's the thing here's a question about parasites Mm -hmm. i guess at this stage in my pregnancy it this can live outside of my body so is it still a parasite yeah yeah a parasite i mean a tick can live off of your body it's still a parasite is it still a parasite yeah is that how that works i thought parasites like I guess that's a symbiote. Okay, never mind. A symbiote gives you something in return for what it's taking. Yeah, this is giving me crazy hair growth. <laughs> is that good? I mean, some people like it. <laughs> I'm Portuguese. I'm getting hair everywhere. Or I have <laughs> hair everywhere, so the hair growth is already an issue. But there's that. Well, then... If I get injured, this child will give me some of its stem cells. Uh, well, there to, you go. To keep the host alive. Okay. That's like a fun science fact about pregnancy. <laughs> All right. So we could say we could say symbiote. Yeah, but it, but it can survive without me. It doesn't matter. It still it still doesn't matter. It's still using you. Okay. Well, anyway, this creature <laughs> will be hopefully breathing air and in my arms and screaming at me, and that's going to be the thing that I'm complaining about. Yeah, that's instead gonna be... of itchy skin and. Mm. Just having two goblins screaming in our ears. That's going to be great. You are going to get overwhelmed. I am just going to go more deaf. It's going to be great. But yeah, things are going well. Yeah. And hopefully by the time this episode comes out, they will be going even more well. What about you? I complained a lot about my skin and... Well, I have to get a root canal. So that's something I'm dealing with. That's fun. Yeah. Hopefully by the time this episode comes out, that will be resolved as well. But yeah, I'm getting a root canal because I don't take good care of my teeth. No, that's not why. I mean, it is why. No, it's because you have anxiety that causes teeth issues. Because I have anxiety that causes me to not take good care of my teeth. (laughs) Which is funny because my teeth are a major source of anxiety. And then that anxiety stops me from taking proper care of my teeth. Um, And also I grind my teeth in my sleep. That's what I was referring to. I didn't know... Yeah, I I just I, I I ground my teeth to a pulp, and then in the efforts of fixing that issue, I got an infection, and now my tooth needs to be just absolutely destroyed. And I went to the dentist, and I was like, "Hey, my tooth really hurts. It's like it's hurting something fierce." And they go, "Yeah, that's because it's dying." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, cool." That doesn't sound good. And they were like, no, you need a root canal. And I was like, that doesn't sound good either. I've never had a root canal. I know they are extremely routine. Yeah. Um, I never had a root canal. I know they're extremely routine. I'm, I am terrified of all forms of even minor surgery. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just having a blast here. Apparently, I'm just going to be for an hour just going to be chilling with 
somebody working in my mouth with a dental dam in my mouth because if saliva gets into my tooth while they are performing the root canal, it could explode. So I'm having a lot of fun. My OCD is doing great. That just sounds so painful. Yeah. I probably should have done like a trigger warning for tooth talk. (laughs) That is like a legit trigger for a lot of people, myself included. It is, yeah. I feel like, though, when you said root canal, people were like, skip, 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 skip. (laughs) Maybe we should get back to the episode? Yeah, let's probably do that. All right. Speaking of painful things. (laughs) We now are in an ancient woods, not necessarily a ravaged woods, but this is an ancient woods. And Acrea has theorized that perhaps there could be a worm in these woods. If you have joined us for Iron Sworn and maybe didn't listen to Ryutama, one thing that I don't know if we... Have we gone over, like, again, in the season two, what exactly the the kobolds and the wyverns and the dragons are? Mm -mm. So the draken or dragons are a... Species which reproduce similar to and function very similar to like bees, and that they have a queen, which is a four legged winged dragon, also called a worm, which uh, manages a hive of workers, which are her daughter's kobolds. And the males of the species are wyverns, and they kind of mindlessly collect gold. Yes. Try to get with the queen. In order to try to, yes. Uh, And they cause a lot of problems for everyone, humans and dragons, because they are violent and aggressive. Wyverns are a problem for everyone, but they do travel to dragon hives to try to impress and court dragons. So, a craze theory is that this wyvern has come to this site. Not necessarily to just attack Melura, but because it is courting a wyvern and or a, not a wyvern, a worm. And just like humans, worms can be good, evil, neutral, complex, multitudes. There's no real telling what kind of alliance or allegiance or personality a full dragon might be. I have a culture question about hives and wyverns Mm -hmm. do okraya and sorel if this is their theory right do they have like a cultural obligation to go see the worm i don't think so okay uh they definitely don't they don't have an obligation because their queen is dead Mm -hmm. and their hive has been destroyed they're the last members of their hive so they don't have like they don't have to you know try to communicate with this dragon especially because they don't know how this dragon might react Mm -hmm. they they don't have to be like uh what's the word like delegates or anything yeah okay i think marin asks that though i think marin asks that exact question like hey do you if there is a worm do you have to go talk to this worm and then i assume they say something similar yeah i think they look at one another and say and i think akraya goes our most important job is to get this egg north we're hoping that one of our Illyrian's allies in Pongip can get us there a dragon that would be willing to help us earlier would be even better but we don't have a hive to represent we don't have a queen to represent us there's no telling and I think Sorrel goes for all we know this Dragon could be allied with the red dragon that killed our Illyrian. I, I, I say we don't mess with it. For un- for once, Sorel, I think I agree with you. We are going to avoid a possible worm and find yonder. Are we in agreement? I think yeah. Everybody nods. Yeah. I think that's where the worm's gonna be though. If there is a worm. Because this is all just a theory. Yeah. But if there is a worm, it's going to be there. Orlins is going to cast a spell. Ooh. Do a thing, Orlins. Do a thing. I think Orlins wants to cast a spell to try to keep us hidden as we move. That would be secure an advantage, no? 
Yes, but then I don't know what they are going to roll with. Okay, so only companion assets can offer mechanical help. But I think, you know, just for flavor, we'll say Orleans casts this very light level spell to try to hide us, to keep us hidden and protected. Is Orleans an NPC or are you Orleans? Because we could pretty easily make... Some stats for Orleans. Orleans is an NPC. I'm not playing four (laughs) characters. I'm not playing three full characters. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So, yeah, Orleans casts this this spell to try to keep us under the radar. And if it's a low-level spell, then Orleans would definitely be able to do it. So there's no reason to roll for it. Yeah. Yeah, That makes sense. Okay. So I I think we should maybe roll on the oracle again the site oracle to Mm -hmm. see what we come across since the theme is now different so like stuff might be very different right i agree yeah do you want to roll it or do you want me to roll it you roll it that's an 89 something unusual or unexpected are you kidding me why is why is all this stuff why is all the weird stuff happening (laughs) what is unusual or unexpected what what do we come across that's unusual or unexpected? In an ancient tanglewood forest. In the heavy rain, thick woods, there's a wyvern. What if there's like like a weird like oasis type of situation? Okay. Speak like, more on that. Like a clearing, there's no rain coming down in this clearing. It's like the eye of a storm kind of. There's like maybe even a little bit of sunshine. Like it's very weird and unexpected. Oh, like, that yeah. Right? Like that's super weird. I'm just thinking about the what would be weird in heavy woods with rain, right? Like it would be a clearing with fucking no rain and some sun. That would be weird. Yeah, I mean that would be weird. Or alternatively, we turn a corner and it's just like this tight grove of completely different kind of trees. Like if we're walking by some like Oaks, I don't know trees. O- oak trees, I think, are big. Um, and then all of a sudden, we turn the corner, and it, we we're like in the middle of a bamboo forest mm-hmm. or something. Well, so we were in a pine forest, and then this it could become like broadleaf or or even yeah. like the bamboo is interesting. No, bamboo is me. just. I just I was trying to compare two very different kinds of trunks. Yeah, is but what that I was going for. that is interesting to me. The thought of like going and like suddenly it switches that drastically. I'm also interested in this oasis idea. What do you think? Is that what that's called when you're in the desert and you like see a thing? A mirage. Mirage. A, a mirage. But yeah. And, uh, but an oasis is a, is a, in the desert, there's, if you come across like a wellspring yeah. or like life, that's an oasis. Yeah. So this place of calm in the woods would be interesting. Especially if it's like heavily magicked. Yeah. Is that what, you, do you want to go with that? I don't know. It's just where my brain went first. I think there's some – honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. The um, the Oasis scares me more. <laughs> right? Like, that's just way creepier. Yeah, let's go with the Oasis. So we make our way and there's – Well, hold on because we're just talking about the physical location. Like, maybe we come across a person or a creature. Well, uh, we are a podcast, so I don't want to yeah. go on for too long. That's true. That's fair. I just wanted to make sure that we had. I don't want to like bogart. I think. I think no, you're not bogarting okay. this. I asked for your input, and okay. you gave two very good examples, and I think we go with the first one. Okay. It's a. I'm bogarting because I'm making. The, I'm saying we have to stop workshopping and go with something. <laughs> and I think it is. I think it's this oasis. So okay. So here's what I'm going to ask the oracle. Are there other kobolds in this oasis? I'm going to say this is a small chance that there are other kobolds in this oasis. That means we have to roll a 91 or higher. Otherwise, there's there might be something else in this oasis. Or so okay, hold on for clarification. If we get a 91 or higher, there are kobolds in this. Okay, yeah, that is a 76. So there are no kobolds, but there is a strong magical energy here. Orleans and the kobolds, your kobolds, mm-hmm. both notice it as we walk in. And there is above this clearing, the clouds have opened up and the sun is just free to shine through. It is warm. There is no rain. As we step through, it's it's nice and warm. Osmer 
shakes himself and shakes off some of that water. So I was just thinking, would Osmer, you know how some birds can see and some fish can see more colors than we can? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, can animals see magic? Or can other animals sense magic? Well, I did just now make up that Draken can. <laughs> that, well, that Draken can sense it. Yeah. But can Osmer see it? I don't think Osmer can see it. No. Okay. But I'm sure that Osmer can sense it. Yeah, I mean... Right, because Os- it's an animal. Like, an yeah. animal would want to know. Especially if, like, that magic means that there's a dragon nearby. Mm-hmm. Like, you would want to be able to sense that. Marin's the only idiot, then, in this group about this magic. Like, she can't really feel it. Yeah, yeah. She's the least sensitive. What a shock and surprise. <laughs> what a shock and surprise. But I think it is taking everyone by... Like, everyone is confused by this. Oh, because 100%. it is... There doesn't seem to be any source for it or cause for it. It just is a strange, bizarre scene in the woods. Yeah. And everybody steps into it? Oh, that's. A, I mean, that's a good question. Marin's leading the way. I don't think Marin steps into it. Not initially. Marin is going to come up to, like, the tree line. Because mm-hmm. you'll see it. Like, it's not something that you might take a step in and it'll, like, surprise you depending on how crazy the trees are. But for the most part, like, you're not walking into the middle of it like, oh, how'd I get here? But Marin's, like, at the tree line. And it's, like, <laughs> legit does not know what to do. <laughs> and sees Osmer, like, shake and sees the other magical sensing beings feeling something i don't think i'm i can't i won't take the first move here since i know marin is a hothead i think a little um but she's not a dummy and she knows that this is not her wheelhouse so i think she's gonna kind of wait to see how like a Kreia and maybe orleans handle this situation <laughs> which uh, might be uh, just walking ahead like Mar- marin might just be too sensitive or too um skeptical yeah but I'm definitely not looking at Sorrel. <laughs> I think Sorrel goes, what is it? Orland speaks up and I think Orland says, it's some sort of wellspring. There could be something beneath the earth here or some sort of channel. An event might have happened that caused whatever the magic is that we're sensing. And I think Akira goes, like a new nest? A new hive under the ground. And Orleans looks at her and goes, that very well could be something strong enough to cause Marin's an event like getting, this. Marin's face is getting more sour and sour. It's like she's sucking on lemons. She's just more and more angry about this. I think Sorrel actually, at, at this, Sorrel turns to a crane and goes, maybe we should find the hive. Maybe we should ask. No. But Marin is not even a part of this conversation. She's like, no, no, mm-mm. The, the dragon could be good, nice, could, could help us. Could be, could be, could be. Or could be the opposite of that. I don't particularly want to deal with that since the whole point of going on this adventure instead of going on the one after the wyvern was that this one was safer. So I'd like to, I'd like to try to stay safe if we can. Well, then what should, should we go around I look at Orleans. That would be probably the best bet. Uh, if there's something under the ground, we might not want to walk over it and wake it up. How would it be under the ground? Does there need to be like a an opening or do they like burrow? There could be an opening somewhere else. That oh, it, that and, the, and then under. this is just the above where they're like yeah. sleeping or something. Or it could be... Not that at all. Magic or it could be any number of things. Yeah. This is all operating on theory. Yeah, yeah. You see Marin pull out the map mm-hmm. and try to figure out where we are, because this oasis isn't on the map. Yeah. Um, try to figure out where we are in relation to where we need to be. Okay. So is that... I think let's roll Delve the Depths Yeah. to see if we are moving in the right direction. Okay. Because we did roll on the theme... Or on the site twice. I think we should definitely delve the depths. Yeah, because we're not discovering a site. We're not going into the perilous site. Yeah. We might be going around it. I don't know if anybody else has this, but my dice, all the dice I roll have to have about the same weight. 
So I can't roll one metal die and oh. one plastic die. That just feels wrong. Yeah, if if you can roll metal and plastic dice at the same time, you're a monster. Yeah, right? Like, it just feels wrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm no, just... no. It I, does feel weird, though. I, stand I can't by do it. it. Um, observation, then? Gotta yeah. be observation, right? Yeah. Plus wits? Yeah. Your worst stat? It's my second worst stat. Ooh, let... Oh, yeah, maybe Marin wouldn't even do it. I think that uh, Sorel's gonna help you here. I know you don't trust Sorel ever. No, no, but in this moment, I th- I think I need somebody with a little bit more magic attunement than me. Yeah, I, I've got to help you out here because it just feels right. So when you aid an ally, secure an advantage in direct support of an ally and score a hit, they can take the benefits of the move. When you aid your ally, add plus one and take plus one momentum on a hit. So you would roll first? Yes. Okay. So am I taking plus one to my roll? Yes, I am. To my secure and advantage roll. When you assess the situation, make preparations or attempt to gain leverage. All right, so Sorel also only has one wits, but she is going to help you. Okay. Okay, that is a strong hit, actually. Awesome. So on a strong hit, take control, make another move now, and add plus one. Prepare to act, take plus two momentum. Or, and with aid and ally, you take the benefits of the move. When you aid your ally, add plus one and take plus one momentum on a hit. Okay, so I'm getting momentum, and I get that I got plus one to that roll. You are going to get plus one, or, so you're either going to get plus one to your move, mm-hmm. or you can take plus two momentum. That is your choice. Oh, okay. Sorry. So, Do I have to make the choice now or can I roll and see? I think you need to make the choice now. Oh, I hate it when people do that. I think Sorrel kind of walks up to you and you're, you're, kind of, you're trying to check out this site, right? Yeah. Sorrel walks up to you and you see her nose kind of scrunch up and it uh, she like bears her gums. Um, there's a thing that tigers do or cats do it and I can't remember. And horses do it too. Actually, a lot of animals do it. In order to get like smell better, they pull up their upper lip and like scrunch their nose there's a specific word for it and i can't remember what it is now but you see sorel kind of she scrunches up her snout and like she's like baring her teeth and her tongue is sticking out a little bit as she's like trying to take in the i've 100 percent seen our cat do this yeah she's trying to take in what is going on with this magic Marin, i don't know what this is but it might be worth checking out it feels powerful but sleepy it doesn't feel active to me okay i'm gonna roll and then we're gonna see what happens yeah so you get plus one to that yeah i'm gonna take the plus one is that two tens you rolled two no that's a one yeah so that's a mixed success and i would add three to that because my wits is actually a two I think we Your were thinking. Too? I think we were thinking about my shadow. Oh, your shadow. Or my heart. Really yeah, my yeah, shadow yeah. or my heart are not good. So we would add three to that, but that still is just a mixed success. Yeah, that's not bad though. Okay, so roll on the following table to according to your stat. All right. Roll on the following table. For wits. So you're gonna roll on the D one hundred table for wits. Oh, I can't see what that is. That is a seven. Just a flat seven. Wow. Mark progress and reveal a danger. It's sleepy, Zach. It's a sleepy danger. Oh, no. But we mark progress. So there's that. So two. Uh-oh. So then we have to roll for reveal a danger. Yes, we do. When you encounter a risky situation within a site, envision the danger or roll on the following table. Should we roll on the table or do we have an idea? I have no ideas. I don't have an idea either because this is so beyond anything that I was expecting to happen. Yeah. All right. Let's roll. All right. That is a 34. There is a denizen layer here. So is there a, wor- is there a worm? Are there going to be kobolds sleeping in this ground? Is that why it's sleepy? Because they're all sleeping? There's a denizen layer here. We've established that it could be a worm hive. It could also be rat wolves. It's got to be something magic, though, right? It's got to be something magic. Maybe there's an animal that we haven't even encountered yet. Or maybe there's just magic. Okay, stay with me. 
Do you remember My Little Pony? <laughs> I do remember My Little Pony. There is um, the, when the zebra comes to town and the ponies walk through the like. I did plants. not. You watched this with our daughter. I did I not actually watch okay, it. Okay. So there's a zebra that comes to town and everybody thinks she's a witch and evil. Okay. Because um, that makes sense because she's different. She lives in the woods that no one's supposed to go in. Mm-hmm. And she lives past this like field of flowers that people all say is like bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just because they don't have the knowledge. That's what you learn. That's the lesson you learn is that like some people have more knowledge than you. But these plants make you like the opposite of what you are. Okay. So what if there's like – what if there's not like a physical thing, but if we walked in here, there would be like – like the magic would fuck us up. We could do that. That's a different thing. That's is a trap. Yeah. I mean, that sounds more like a trap. Is than that a, a trap? Than a denizen. Yeah. Okay. So what is a denizen? A person. A living thing. What if it's a, what if it's a reaction to a living thing? What if there is something sleeping and this is its like def- defense mechanism? Is like this magic fucks you up. I just a thought. We could. I mean, we can do that. That still is that's a trap. Still a, that's, that's still, still a, trap, a trap. But we can do that if you want. No, I don't want to do any of this. I just want. To, I just want to find yonder. I don't, I'm just thinking out loud, and I don't know what a denizen is, and I keep forgetting what a denizen is. Uh, yeah, a denizen is is a person. Yes. Okay. What if there? What if it's a dryad nest? What's the dryads? A dryad is a uh, a wood for a wood sprite. Oh, you. Oh, I'm like looking at our list of things that we. No, you mean like a. Like an actual, not actual, but in this world, what we think of as a dryad. Yeah. Because you made up all these other words. Yes, I did make up <laughs> equinapes and arboraptors. I did not make up wyvern and myconids. And a rat wolf is just two made, words. Those are all together. made up. I've never heard of any of those before. Um, oh, but uh, okay. But we have these open spots, we right? We do. Yeah, you're right. So we could add dryads. We could. We could have a dryad. This could be a dryad nest. It could be. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Do dryad nests? Yeah. Sorrel tells you that this feels powerful, but latent, sleepy. And you think you take a step in. Yes. I'm yes-anding you, even though every part of my body is like, well, but actually. I mean, you messed up. That was your role. Well, I know. I know. I take a step in. I mm-hmm. take a step in because that that feels more comforting. And I know, I think consulting the map, like, this is going to save us time and we can dry off a little if we go through here. Yeah. So it's a calculated risk that Marin's going to take because of her fury. And as you take a few steps in, the ground in this field starts to writhe. And from beneath it, these figures emerge from the ground and at first you think they're myconids they're like the mindless fungal folk that you've encountered in these woods before but very swiftly you realize that they are not they are their skin is like bark and they have cicada wings kind of emerging from their backs and they have satyr horns kind of curling around their heads and they are dryads creatures that are woodland magical forces that are not sentient but not stupid but yes intelligent in the way that something magical can be they kind of emerge from the ground and they look at you with their big uh, globular eyes and turn their heads that's it for this week thank you so much for joining us we really hope you enjoyed this sort of gross ending to this episode globular eyes (laughs) Ironsworn was designed by Sean Tompkin. You can find more at ironswornrpg.com. We also used Trungle's Star Spinner Tarot and Evelyn Moreau's Fabulous Pocket Guild. We want to thank Zach B., our editor and producer, without whom this show would not get made. I promise you, he's cutting out me breathing directly on the mic. He's cutting out a lot of stupid, stupid side commentary that happens from this one over here. So thanks, Zach B., We also want to thank In Love With A Ghost for the use of their song, Chilling At Nemo's Place, off of the album Healing. 
You can find In Love with a Ghost at inlovewithaghost.bandcamp.com. Please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. It means a lot to us and it helps other people to find us. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HeartPointsPod. Please follow us and join us for discussion about RPGs and podcasts, and make sure to share us with everyone you know, especially your RPG-loving friends. Thank you so much to our patrons whose support keeps this show going. If you would like to become a patron of the show, find us at patreon.com forward slash heartpointspod. I like did a weird you, pause yeah, you really there. Put some, I don't know why. Put some spin on that. I have to breathe. Put some jazz on I'm it. I'm just going to say I have to breathe. Uh, you can directly support the show and help us to maintain and better it every week while getting cool rewards like access to our patron-only Discord, a monthly bonus pod, and other things. Every dollar makes a huge, huge difference. This episode was sponsored by Michael Herman. Thank you so much for your support, Michael. And thank all of you again for joining us in our adventure today. We hope that as you return to the real world, that you continue to have a very nice day. But like a very, very nice one. 